the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? On tonight's Andrea K. Show, we're going to be tearing it up. That's right. Let's tear it up, babies. Yeah, we're going to be talking about lots of things that got tore up today. Got tore up last night during President Trump's historic State of the Union address. It was absolutely amazing. Hopefully you guys watched it. Would love to hear your opinions on it. Lots of ways that you can be a part of the show tonight. You can call in at 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Follow me on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. And we are streaming live right now on Facebook Live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I got to tell you guys, I thought it was absolutely, and I'm not alone in thinking and saying that this was the most amazing, incredible State of the Union address in decades. Bob Dole. Bob Dole, remember Bob Dole? Who who even knew Bob Dole was still around and engaged in politics and paying attention? God bless Bob Dole and his wife Elizabeth Dole. Great people. I didn't, didn't dig him as the choice for the nomination in 96, but great man. He tweeted out today that in his 36 years in Congress, he has never heard such an incredible State of the Union address. This was a State of the Union address that did not just address the state of how we are today, which is absolutely incredible from an economic standpoint and the recovery that President Trump has brought, how he has successfully made America great again. It was also heartfelt in the way that he tied in policy and the way that his policies and decisions that he's made, decisions that he has roundly been criticized and excoriated for, how they have benefited very real Americans that they brought to the chambers last night. Who could could look at that young gal with tears in her eyes, I'm getting choked up just remembering it, holding her little girl that was born at 21 weeks, 21 weeks, far within the time frame. The Democrats think that a child should be allowed to be aborted in the womb. And that young girl, that child, and how she's alive today and how President Trump wants to implement policy that will provide extra research and provide medical care for children born that prematurely. Or how about the hero I think he's the the lone remaining Tuskegee Airman that President Trump made a general, I think it was earlier in the day, who was there with his great-grandson, whose dream is to go and be a part of the Space Force. Or how about that gentleman who cried, recalling his brother, who had been slaughtered at the hands of General Soleimani? How could you not look at him and be proud that we have a president of the United States that gave that man justice? How could you not look at that 9- or 10-year-old little girl who was there with her mother, who had a dream of getting a great education, but was denied the opportunity to go to the school of her choice? But Donald Trump made it possible for her to do so, and he put a face on children. The Democrats have been fighting. They pretend that they care about the disenfranchised. They pretend that they care about the minorities in in this country, but then they do everything that they can to block the different options that would be available to them to, to, to rise up out of their circumstances. But the Democrats want to keep them dependent. It was Pete Buttigieg who, himself who said that blacks, you know, have never seen any experience with education, never seen any success with it. They've got to, they, they're not going to be able to lift themselves up or, or find a better future for themselves through education. How absolutely demeaning and demoralizing. That speech was absolutely beautiful and heartfelt and genuine. And and also where a lot of people thought that President Trump would get out there and he might be you know, vindictive and he might be snotty or whatever and talk about the fact that he was sitting there face to face with Democrats that had been participating in a coup that has been going on and continued even as of today to remove him from office. A man who was free and fairly elected and who didn't, did absolutely nothing wrong. Trump was forever acquitted today. Pelosi said, oh, he will be forever impeached. Trump is acquitted for life today. Forever acquitted. That's the way it works. 
in our system of governance, whether it is an impeachment process in Congress or whether it's in the criminal courts. When you're acquitted, you were considered innocent. You have been acquitted. But I would suggest tonight that Trump is actually guilty of something, and that's why Mitt Romney, we'll talk about him in a second, that's why Mitt Romney did what he did today, because the only thing that President Trump is guilty of is refusing to come into, actually to come into office and do what he said he was going to do, to be the outsider to come in, to drain the swamp, to clean up Washington, D.C. from its corruption. He did what he's not supposed to do. Republican presidents are supposed to say one thing on the campaign trail, and then when they get to D.C., join the ranks of the establishment and participate in the one-party rule. He was supposed to take and do and facilitate the foreign policy dictated to him by the Colonel Chow thieves of the world and the Fiona Hills of the State Department. And while he's implementing a foreign policy being dictated to him by some unelected low-level usher bureaucratic usherettes, He's supposed to look the other way at graft that was committed by the vice president of the United States and his son. I don't know if that will ever be properly investigated, but it should be. Because President Trump, you look at the success that he touted in that speech last night. Imagine the the greater successes he would have for the American people if he had had the participation, the support from both houses of Congress. So let's get to Mitt Romney for a minute. I don't want to spend too much time on Mitt Romney because, quite frankly, he, he's vying for attention, and I don't think we should give it to him. A lot of people are upset today that after he gave his little speech, Fox News had a 20-minute interview lined up for him. Thanks to Paul Ryan, the equally failed vice presidential candidate under Mitt Romney. When you're, when you're Paul Ryan and you can't win a debate against Joe Biden, you had no business being on the VP ticket. And, quite frankly, no business running Fox News. So as for Mitt Romney, a couple things come to mind. Either he is the the bridesmaid, the best friend that has to try to steal the limelight from from her bestie at the bridal shower or at the engagement or at the wedding, got to suck the oxygen out of the room. Or maybe he's somebody that is involved with Ukraine himself, and so he had to join the ranks of the of the coup contingent to provide cover for himself should further investigation be done into Ukraine and his family's involvement with the energy companies over there, along with Nancy Pelosi's. Or it could just be that, as Sean Davis from The Federalist and President Trump were saying today, that he saw his role, he's so bitter, so angry, so jealous of somebody that's beneath the establishment, in his opinion, getting elected, that he just, he, that he just cannot, he has to be the spoiler even though it means political suicide for him. So maybe really he's more like those people that, you know, murder suicide. They, they you know, they've, they're so hateful of the ex-wife that's gone on and built a life for herself and, and found a man that's better and, and has created a better life. And he's miserable, so he's got to come and, you know, take them both out. I, I don't know what it is. But, you know, speaking of career suicide, it should be career suicide for Nancy Pelosi to have behaved the way she did. I'm glad she did it, though. Everybody today is mad at Nancy Pelosi. I'm like, thank you, girl. Thank you. Thank you for not only tearing up a speech that paid homage to America's heroes. Thank you for tearing. Not only did she tear up a speech that, that, that spoke to the Tuskegee Airmen, that spoke to precious lives, like the young girl that lived who was born at, at, at 21 weeks. He, he talked about the beauty that is of life. How about the, a, a speech that, that allowed for an Afghanistan war hero to come and be re, reunited with, the, with his family? She tore up uh, the Constitution. She tore up decorum, class. She had an opportunity. She had an opportunity to actually look like the bigger person because Trump, everybody's saying that Trump refused to shake her hand. Imagine, I don't believe that, by the way, but imagine how much better she would be looking today if she, she could have won the optics game, maybe, if people believed that Trump didn't shake her hand. But instead, she sat there and behaved, you know, like a lady with grace and dignity. But no, she just couldn't stand it. She had to pull a stunt. And yes, it was absolutely a stunt. She said today, no, it wasn't because he didn't shake my hand. I was just, I couldn't stand the lies. And as I sat there, I'm an amazing speed reader, she says. I just, and I, as I thumped through it, I just couldn't take the lies. Oh, no, lady, it's all on video. We all see the photographs. The pages were pre-torn. This was a political stunt. And you know what? It failed for her, but it was good for us because how many districts... 
How many Trump supporters did she spit on in that move that are like, or even Democrats that are like, lady, you spit on us. You tore us up. And you know what? We're going to go out en masse now and support my man, President Trump. How many districts did we possibly win with that move? Thank you, Nancy. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Kelly Sadler. She is the Communications Director of America First Action and former Special Assistant to President Trump. She is going to be here as the Director of Communications at America First Action, which is a pro-Trump PAC. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro life legislation. Issa strongly supported legislation to ban late term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl Issa will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl Issa. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl Issa for Congress. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you. Can you afford another loss in your investment portfolio, just like the one you might have taken back in 2008? Well, hopefully, now that you're a little bit wiser and a little bit older, I'm going to bet the answer is no. Most people nearing retirement cannot take the same kind of risks that they took when they were younger. Now, if you believe this to be your case, I have some really good news for you. There's a strategy that is designed just for people like you and me. In 2008, when the stock market crashed, these clients using this strategy didn't lose one penny. And when the market goes up, you go up with it and the gains are locked in. But when the market goes back down, you're guaranteed not to lose. It's that simple. If you like that idea, call me for your free consultation. I'll show you how it works. It's eligible for your IRAs, 401k rollers, Roth IRAs, great account. Call me for your free visit, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider, 1-800-727-7526. Reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off. And turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's primetime lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. 
AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Happy acquittal day. President Trump is forever acquitted. Acquitted for life, babies. And that's one reason why Nancy Pelosi tore up that speech last night, because she knew that on top of President Trump being acquitted, that their third attempt at a coup wasn't going to work. But on top of it, President Trump delivered the most amazing, moving, historic State of the Union address in my lifetime, for sure. What a tough day it must be. And going forward for the Democrats to try to to try to. Recover. I mean, because this is on, on on the heels of the disaster that was the Iowa caucuses. I mean, I don't know how they regroup regroup from here. They're trying to tonight in some a lame town hall that probably nobody's watching. Um, but joining me now to talk about messaging and, and how the Trump campaign is going to continue to carry forth this amazing message from last night into a reelection victory in the fall is Kelly Riddell Sadler. She's the Director of Communications at America First Policies and America First Action, a pro-Trump political action committee. She's going to be in charge of policy and communication efforts supporting our man, Donald Trump's re-election. Prior to joining America First Policies, she was a special assistant to our POTUS, working at the White House, and she was in charge of surrogate and coalition outreach, and she joins me now. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being on. Yes. Okay. So what do you think helped President Trump more last night? The amazing speech that he gave (laughs) or Nancy Pelosi tearing it up at the end and showing her hiney, as we say in the South? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the president gave the most amazing speech. And I agree with you. I think of his presidency last night. I mean, he highlighted American exceptionalism, what it is to put America first, and all of the great accomplishments that he has had in the three years that he's been president with, quite frankly, no help from the do-nothing Democrats. I mean, he's gone it alone, whether it was the Mueller, you know, report and the investigations and the impeachment investigations to think how much this president has accomplished without any help from the other side, is absolutely amazing. So if I were Nancy Pelosi, I'm just trying to put myself in her shoes last night. She went forward with this impeachment sham. She initiated it in the House. She knows that there is no front runner in the 2020 Dems that are running to take the president's place. She knows there's no one there that has an inspirational message or anything to do. All she's tried to do was basically rip the votes out from the 63 million people who supported this president to try to, like, dethrone him before an actual election. So she's sitting there. She's hearing all these accomplishments. She knows that she's done nothing to actually beat him at the election box come November so, yeah, if I were her, I might have ripped it up, too, because what else recourse do you have? You're just so frustrated well, yeah. at all your failures. How much of the frustration do you think, Kelly, comes from the fact that they thought, well, it, it, and they were right thinking that most any other Republican would have already crawled into a hole and would be eating his hair right now. I yeah. No other Republican would have the fortitude to continue when you've got the weight of a deep state coming at you, and it seems like it's never ending. Right now, I guarantee you, Kelly, they are in the process of coming up with with stage four of their coup attempt. They uh, are not going to stop. Yet he, in the middle of this, in the middle of knowing that the deep state involving people like John Brennan and Comey and all these deep state actors are coming for him and being weaponized against him and his family that he continues to get up every day and with no pay not even taking a salary Mm -hmm. continuing to fight for the american people and delivering results that's why she was frustrated last night it's like we not only can't get rid of this dude he look at what the success he's bringing at the same time they're 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 verklempt and then you got van jones (laughs) i don't know if you heard van jones on cnn Speaking of outreach, he's like, we got a problem here, peeps, when it comes to black America, because Trump's for real when it comes to to getting the African-American vote. He talked about historical black colleges last night. He talked about prison reform. He talked about opportunity uh, um, areas in in communities. He showed Mm -hmm. a little black girl that he was given a scholarship to. Van Jones is worried. Mm -hmm. I mean, Trump's doing an amazing job with outreach to the African-Americans, isn't he? I mean, he absolutely is. And. 
you know, the one thing about this president, he doesn't care. The Democrats care just about identity politics, right? They want to put you in a box and then they want to keep you down. So if you're an African-American, they want you to be dependent on the government. They want you to be dependent on them so that they can show you the better way. This president doesn't care about identity politics. He wants everyone to succeed. He doesn't care about your race. He doesn't care about your ethnicity. He doesn't care about where you came from. Everyone is entitled to the American dream, and he wants to achieve that for you. He wants to take people off the food stamps rolls. He wants to have you have a job. Right now in America, there are more job opportunities than there are Americans to fill them. That is a wonderful thing. African-American unemployment is at its historic low, ever. Same thing with Hispanic. I mean, we are in an era of economic prosperity. You know, a rising tide lifts all boats. This president doesn't see things in black and white. He just wants to lift up all Americans. And you have the Democrats on the opposing side of things who who don't seem to be for America first. They don't seem to be for Americans. They want to bring in, literally have open borders, Mm -hmm. bring in illegal immigrants, give them free health care. Whose health care is that going to take away? It's going to take away from our senior citizens. Everyone was on Medicare for all. They don't want you to have a choice over what doctor you want or what health care plan you want. They want to take it over and, and tell you which plan you should be on. And this is just the, you know, there's such a clear contrast right now between where the president stands and where the Democrats are. And they're on this leftist socialist fringe and the american public and independents when they listen to the president last night they gravitate toward him yeah because he's just speaking truth he's just he's just speaking to them and the democrats have left them completely behind there are no jfk you know democrats anymore it has gone to the socialist communist wing of the that party they've taken it over well right and and some of the key parts that that i know resonated with middle america is when he said for, if um, he talked about there were 130 people in Congress that had voted for for uh, Medicare for all. And he said those proposals would raid the Medicare benefits of our seniors that our seniors yeah. depend on while acting as a powerful lure for illegal immigration. It's what's happening in California. He goes on yeah. to say, if forcing American taxpayers to provide free health care to illegal immigrants sounds fair to you, stand with the radical left. He says, if you think we should defend patients and seniors, stand with me to pass legislation to prohibit free health care. For illegal aliens, which, by the way, Obama said in a State of Union address that no illegal will ever get free uh, medical care. And that's when uh, the gentleman from Florida said, you lie. And he was forced to apologize. Um, they are getting free health care. President Trump wants to put a stop to it. Another key part that resonates with middle America and all Americans, allow angel families to sue sanctuary cities. That was huge, yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and to have that ICE officer Stand up and be recognized for all the apprehensions of of the drugs, of the drugs that are coming across the border. I mean, and of the human trafficking Mm -hmm. that is coming across the border. Like, it's it's like, and then you want to have all these, all these Democrats are saying, let's abolish ICE. Let's abolish Fairfax County has got a huge problem with MS-13 gang members Mm -hmm. in high schools and with drugs. And I want to save our community. And I want to stand up for the law enforcement officers that are making our communities safer. And that's not a radical idea. That is just very common sense you know, some it's just it's just it's it's just a value that so many people in America have in this radical left. The Democrats have lost their perspective completely. Well, they've completely. just yeah. I mean, they've managed. It used to be oh, you know, it, it's the it's the bullying us with the PC stick. That's just they've managed to beat down Americans into feeling guilty if they want to enforce immigration laws. As somebody yeah. who knows President Trump personally, when you see somebody like a Mitt Romney. Stand up there today and say that his moral conscience, he talked to his family, nothing based on the evidence, but that he's some he's got some he's some moral leader and his conscience won't allow President Trump to stay in office. I mean, the scurrilous way in which they attack the character of this man. How do you how do you respond to that? You know him personally. What, What do you want to say to people tonight about this man that you know and work with? Well, Mitt Romney is a politician. He's an establishment Republican politician. He lost the presidency. A very winnable contest against 
Barack Obama, and he, he lost because he didn't stand firm. He didn't stand tough. The only people Mitt Romney can stand tough against is the president of the United States, who is a Republican, who's enacting all of the values that Mitt Romney says he holds so dear and so true. He begged this president for an endorsement when he ran for senator of Utah. He begged him. The president gave him one. He begged the president for the secretary of state job. The president met with him even after Mitt Romney trashed him. Mitt Romney, when he was in Massachusetts, was the father of Obamacare. Mm-hmm. He was all of a sudden, he wasn't pro-life then. He was, he was, he, and then and he goes to Utah and then he's pro-life. This man just wants to have cocktail parties in Washington, D.C. with all of these never-Trumpers. Mm-hmm. He wants to go to Aspen and ski the slopes and say that he, you know, he, he voted on his principle. We all know this is B.S. We all know it's BS. Yeah, and, 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 I, don't, I don't know if you know Kurt Schlichter from Town Hall. He's a friend of mine. He said today, the distinguished gentleman from whatever state he thinks he can get elected from next, a.k.a. Mitt Romney, has voted the only way that a career politician would, with yeah, 18... Per- got a witch hunt history on there that starts in 2016, March of 2016, of when the Obama administration first began spying on the Trump campaign all the way to uh, this impeachment charade that's happened today. And it's very informative about how the deep state has been against this president since day one. And we'd appreciate your support and, uh, and of course, your donations. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Kelly. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Now stay tuned because coming up, we got Ed Morrissey, senior editor of Hot Air. And we're going to be talking the Iowa caucuses. And guess who got busted coming out of a private jet and tried to hide from the cameras? <laughs> ah, she's a faux candidate. We'll just put it that way. A little hint there. Y'all come on back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. If you want to know what it takes to be truly wealthy, then my dad, Richard Musio, has got you covered. Tune in to It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. right here on The Answer San Diego. Health, family, sports, business, philanthropy, my dad covers it all. And believe it or not, it's the only financial show in the U.S. that discusses wealth but never money. Don't miss It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. right here on The Answer San Diego. With all the rain, I'm amazed at how many phone calls we are receiving from customers who had solar systems installed by someone else, and now the roof is leaking, yet the companies refuse to help. This is one more reason to do your research before starting a solar relationship. I'm Adam Rizzo from Palomar Solar and Roofing. After being in the business and researching competitors for over 15 years, I can tell you there are only three companies who I feel like you'd have a great experience with. I'm proud to say we are one, and good luck finding the other two. By the way, they do not advertise on the radio. It amazes me still today how many homeowners make bad decisions. Our goal from day one has been to help folks make great solar decisions, whether they choose us or not. I guarantee a professional no-pressure consultation will not be a waste of your time and can help save you thousands of dollars and future headaches. Call the local name you can trust. Call Palomar Solar and Roofing at 760-504-0388 or visit palomarsolar.com. That's 760-504-0388. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book Financial Detox and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program. Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn 
Learn more at IDAWealth.com. That's IDAWealth.com. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off. And turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's primetime lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on The Answer San Diego app and radio.com. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Waiting for that good stuff. Tighten up your backstroke. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Carrot Sticks. Hey, I found it, though. I haven't heard that song in like 25 years, man, and I found the lyrics for you. Just on the on the tunes. I can name that tune in five strokes. impressive. Yeah, I know I am. Hey, welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We are just enjoying ourselves some forever acquittal day here on the Andrea K. Show. I was so excited with last night's President uh, Trump's State of the Union address. I didn't watch the Democrat response. I don't know. Maybe Ed Morrissey did. He joins me now, senior editor of Hot Air uh, and author of Going Red. Hi, Ed Morrissey. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Well, hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. Okay, so... Um, on the heels of the Iowa caucus debacle, President Trump gives the most amazing State of the Union address. Then he gets acquitted today. No wonder Nancy Pelosi had some pre-shredded pages there on her desk to pull her stunt. Um, your thoughts, Ed Morrissey, on uh, last night's State of the Union address. And did you watch the Democrat response? Because I didn't. I did not watch the Democratic response. I actually was about I, I needed to go on the air with somebody else. And so I needed to. To, to scurry off and, and do other things. I, I will tell you this, I was not heartbroken to have missed it, <laughs> as you might imagine. Um, and uh, I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think many people who, who watched it thought it was, I, I saw very few, very few takes on it. And my, the impression that I was left with was that nothing much was said that was worth remembering. Uh, I did hear that it was more partisan than, um, than Donald Trump's speech was. It was sort of a harsher partisan tone to it, uh, which doesn't surprise me given the, uh, you know, the current situation. But um, it, it, the, what struck me most about this, uh, Andrea, was the fact that this was really a, um, it was a very conventional State of the Union speech. It was very well done, very well delivered, but it was a very conventional State of the Union speech. How was, was that? How, let me interrupt you there. How was it? Because according to... Um, the ladies, I put in quotes, of The View today, how dare President Trump bring Americans in as props, particularly those of color? And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Part of America's tradition with these State of the Union addresses, at least for Democrats, is them to trot in all these people to use as props. The only difference is these were effective because these were actual Americans that actually benefited from President Trump's policies, and the Dems usually like to bring in illegals. You know, every, every president since Reagan has done this. This is not new. Every president since Reagan has done this. They do it to highlight uh, different parts of their um, of their legislative agenda. They, they they find a personal story that they can use to tell this, which is a, a actually a pretty smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. And 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 the only thing that was different in this particular instance was, I think that you know the the, the fact that he gave Rush Limbaugh the the uh, Medal of Freedom during the State of the Union address 
was something that was was different. I don't know that that's ever been done uh, prior to that. But other than that, he used all the same conventions that every other president has used. He used the same exact form of speech where the first half is the accomplishments, the second half is the laundry list of things that you want to get done in the next you know, over the next year. This is all this it's all very normal and that was the point. They wanted to show him being a normal president doing normal things. That was the whole point of this. And that's why Pelosi had her little here a little snit fit because it was presidential, it was traditional, and it did follow the traditional format. And it, but it actually showed accomplishments that benefited real Americans, and particularly with a minority group that the Democrats uh, consider uh, their possessions, that being the black voters. But I, I'm a little. I'm the only little thing that has me a little bug today, Ed Marcy, is that it took kind of the wind out of the. Story story that's been brewing out of Iowa. And the story was, I mean, we had how much money was spent by media outlets for the Iowa caucuses. And this is the big one. And this is this. And, you know, I was the first one. And then they, we don't have any results. And then we start to hear that, well, they'll get results later, that they had this app. And then we find out that this app, Pete Buttigieg comes out and claims a victory. Iowa chose this. And it's all very eerie. Then we find out that this app, according to uh, Jack Posobiec, that uh, this app... It, which is eerily called shadow. Um, uh, FCC records yeah. say that the, that it's basically funded by George Soros and that Pete Buttigieg was an investor in it and that the group that launched it is married to a senior staffer for Pete Buttigieg. You know, it sure looks like, you know, there's some electioneering and election rigging going on, but nobody's talking about that today. You know, I think that this is an interesting story, and the best thing about that story is that we can let it unfold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and let people hang themselves with this thing it's a story that's going to be it's 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 the gift that is going to keep on giving right in in this particular in this particular case well i would hope Uh, so because this is really the democrats proving this impeachment is about them trying to steal an election uh the kavanaugh confirmation situation was about them and trying to end around they didn't win the election but they want to control the supreme court justices we've got this is election engineering this 2016 all over again when where they uh, you know rigged the election for hillary clinton the democrats are the one openly you know rigging elections and stealing elections and i'm concerned it's not going to unfold i'm concerned that that nobody's going to keep talking about it. Oh, I think that people are going. I, I, I can. I, I, I feel very confident that people are going to keep talking about this because it's it's a this debacle is it's going to change the way elections are done in Iowa. They're, they're going to get rid of the caucus, I think, eventually because I don't think they're going to have much choice. They're going to have to get rid of the caucuses. Nobody is going to have any confidence whatsoever in these uh, in these caucuses in the future, and so. This is a story that is not going to go away. They're not going to be able to just you know, uh, hide it under a carpet. And and I think that this – can you imagine a, a dumber name for this outfit other than Shadow? And it was, and, and it was funded by a group called Acronym. I mean, it, it sounds like something out of a bad James Bond reboot idea, right? It's, yeah, but, you, but if you think about it, I thought about it and thought Shadow, yeah, it kind of makes sense because you also think about – Crossfire Hurricane, which is like something out of a James Bond novel, spy novel. Crossfire Hurricane, you know, we're gonna we're gonna unleash extensive swath of damage on the opposition from you know shooting crossfire against them. I mean, there is an element of wannabe, you know, tough guys going on with the left. We've got some uh, updated tonight. Ninety-two percent reporting out of Iowa. Mayor Cheater, excuse me, Mayor Pete, is at twenty-six point five percent. Bernie at twenty-five point six. Warren at eighteen point three, and poor poor Joe, poor poor creepy, plagiarizing Uncle Joe Corn is at fifteen. Was a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Corn pop was a bad. He's at fifteen point nine. He's barely above the woman who ate a salad with her comb. How, I mean, you know, how is this going to play out? They know they don't have anybody that can that can win against Trump. They are freaking out. That's how it's playing out. They are freaking out over this. They are scared to death that. Uh, they're going to end up with Bernie Sanders in um, in uh, at the convention, and that it's going to be Donald Trump versus socialism, which is just perfect for Donald Trump. He set it up last night with the Juan Guaido um, invitation. This is—I uh, mean—he's really setting the table here for 2020. 
And, and the Democrats are falling into the trap. Yeah, and, and look at the pickle that they're in, because if they allow Bernie to get the nomination, then they can't win. But if they deny it from him again, the Bernie bros, they were, I mean, they were tweeting D- DNC rigged and all this kind of mayor cheater over the weekend. And they're like, we ain't, we're not going to support the nominee. Y'all take it from my man Bernie this time. We're, we're going to burn it down. Oh, and I think that that's right. I think that's exactly what they're going to do. If they get, if they get the op- opportunity, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. I think even if they win, they're going to burn it down. These are not, these are not the most um, stable of people. They, they, are, they are looking for violence in the streets, there, and they're going to go out and find it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody was – the story's kind of gone. I don't think most major media outlets actually talked about it, but – uh, the Project Veritas video that showed I, his Iowa ground game dude paid from his campaign talking about how we're going to we're going to burn Milwaukee down and, we, you know, any resistors are going to be shot or thrown in gulags. And it's just like, am I am I being punked? Is this a Saturday Night Live skit? It's like, no, it's a Bernie Sanders paid you know worker. Um, it'll be interesting. And one thing that was interesting out of Iowa, too, was the turnout was really low for the Democrats. It was like less than 170,000 people showed up and versus, and that's for the Democrats. Trump, he had like 30,000. 30, he had more people than, than in uh, 2016, and the Democrats had even less. What do you make of that? I think it's a big problem for them. They, they, are, they have based their uh, strategy in, in 2020 on the idea that Donald Trump is so unpopular that there's this massive um, movement of uh, people to the de- Democratic Party. And the data just simply didn't support that. But for some reason, it was a, it was a, uh, a thought, a, a theme that they were continuing to work on, even though there was nothing supporting it. And I think Monday night's caucus was the first time that they really – finally figured out that they're actually not as popular as they think they are. They're not as cute as they think. That people are just not into them. <laughs> and I don't understand why, because I see the town hall up on one of the monitors in my studio, and it's like, who could not want to vote for Elizabeth Warren, Focahontas, who was dead? Wasn't she ducking a camera the other day coming out of a private jet somewhere? Didn't you write yes, about that? She was. Yes, yes, yeah. In fact, I wrote about it today, and people people found it very, very amusing. I, I found it amusing. I thought it was I thought it was funny as all get out that that she was uh, that she was running. She's hiding behind her aide so that the so that the camera doesn't see her. It's that's transparency for you. Oh my gosh! I mean, they don't have one. I guess you could say if there was any of them that could be somewhat charismatic, or I mean, I guess the. You know, in a in a valley of blind men, a one-eyed man can be king. P- Pete Buttigieg, right? But then he was on MSNBC, I think it was, and that Joy Reid basically uh, busted him on a tweet he put out there. He said something about, you know, reflecting the heartland because he's trying to reach the. He says, in the face of unprecedented challenges, we need a president whose vision was shaped by the American heartland. And Joy Reid's like, um, don't you? Is that like a a dog whistle for white people? It's like. <laughs> Um, yeah. that's, that's kind of nuts. That's kind of nuts. I, I even felt bad for Buttigieg in the moment because when now you can't even talk about the heartland without being accused of being a racist, that's now a dog whistle. That, that's, and, and see, this is a, this is the point, Andrea, is that they are, they have been marinating in their own stew for so long. They have no idea how that sounds to the rest of the rest of the country. <laughs> they know how it sounds on Twitter. They think it sounds great on Twitter, but I mean, it's, the rest of the country isn't Twitter. Twitter is not representative. Yeah. No, it's certainly not. They they blocked. Uh, I think they took down or suspended Project Veritas today. So, um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Ed Morrissey, thank you so much for being here. And tell everybody how, where they can go to read your stuff. It's great. It's funny. Uh, hotair.com is the quickest place to go. Everything I, Almost everything I do is there. I, I'm at theweek.com as well, but I usually link that in my post at hotair.com. So hotair.com is the best place to go. All right. Well, thank you for being here. And keep us abreast of any, any strange Elizabeth Warren sightings. We appreciate it. I will do that. Thank <laughs> you, Andrea. All right. Y'all stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go away. 888-344-1170.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. In the race for Congress, there's only one proven conservative trusted by Mike Huckabee to champion our values. Trump conservative Daryl Issa. This is Mike Huckabee. I know Daryl Issa. He's a good man and the right man for Congress. He's principled and proven. Unlike some Republicans in this race, Daryl is reliable, conservative, deeply pro-life, and proudly pro-Trump. I know for a fact that President Trump trusts Daryl and can rely on him. Daryl will help the president build a wall and secure our borders. And that's why the National Border Patrol Council, with 18,000 agents who defend our homeland, have endorsed Daryl Issa for Congress. National Right to Life endorsed Daryl because they know he'll defend life, champion the rights of the unborn, and stand up to the pro-abortionist in Washington. Join me, Mike Huckabee, and conservatives everywhere supporting Daryl Issa. I'm Daryl Issa, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Issa for Congress. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks higher again with both NASDAQ and the S&P at record levels. Halfway through the earnings season, most beat expectations. And the coronavirus fears ease. There is a report of a medical breakthrough there. We created a five-year record and surprise, 291,000 private sector jobs. Nearly 500,000 in two months. We get January jobs Friday. Tesla down 158 points. Short squeeze becomes Long profit-taking, IBM up seven points to a new high. The Big Blue comes back for life with a new CEO. And Disney down three reported well. Streaming got 28 million sales of subscribers. But the three-month China is still a concern. And Ford down nine and a half on red ink. Qualcomm higher after the bell on a double beat. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Oh, Shaka Khan, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Great way to end the show on happy acquittal day. Then to, then to have Shaka Khan here for our final segment. Yeah, I love what you do, she's singing. Um... So today we had, it wasn't supposed to be this quick, but we received here in San Diego at MCAS Miramar our first plane load of people that are here under quarantine. And literally we can see Miramar 
what was it? Sarah Palin said, I can see Russia from my house. We can literally see MCAS Miramar from our house here and the station. I'm seeing people around San Diego in surgical masks, DJ Carrot Sticks. Um, we learned from our guest last week that that doesn't really help. No, not not for this, because this is supposedly the type of virus. The, they don't even know exactly how it's spread. So, um, yeah, I, you know, supposedly nobody on these flights were um, suspected to have the virus at all. Fourteen, They're going to be here in quarantine for 14 days, which is the incubation period, which I, I – and then, you know, if they don't show any symptoms – then they're going to be released. If they do show symptoms, they're going to be taken to a hospital. Um, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little nervous about it, DJ Carrot Sticks, because I, how can you tell me that you don't know exactly how it's spread? And we have had it spread, person-to-person contact now in the States, and even here in California, I believe. If, if you can't tell me exactly how it's spread, how can you tell me how long the incubation period is? Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's very scary being this close. And I can't believe there's not another place that's more secluded. I mean, San Diego is a huge city. Imagine if one of these guys, I mean, who knows, just say they escape or something gets contaminated. Somebody that was treating them gets contaminated and it starts spreading through our city. I mean, can't they take them down a, I don't know, Guam or something? Well, you know, somewhere. I mean, why is it that our military gets used for this kind of stuff? You know, it it was this when, when, you know, my dad and mama signed up for the Marines. It wasn't so they could be the ones to, you know, babysit people under quarantine with, with with a deadly virus. I mean, what are we doing using military facility? It's not like March Air Force Base, which is where one plane load went to, uh, which is which is a reserve base now. I mean, they're not active duty there. They, it doesn't have as many people on the base interacting. This is an actual working base. So you are exposing members of the U.S. military, and, and that's that's the way we're treating our military. I don't like that at all. You know, so, I, I yeah, there's got to be another place you can take them. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why it's got to be the military. And then if, you know, um, I actually was at a hospital yesterday having a procedure. You know, I don't necessarily, you know, want to be going to the hospital when somebody's there with it. I would hope that they would put them in a, in a secure area. But as Dr. Orient said last week when she was here, she's the ED of Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. She said there's only a couple beds in Kansas that are that are equipped actually to to house somebody with a deadly virus. There's a line between, you know, this craziness, hysteria, and taking correct precautions. I mean, you should just take any preventative step you can at this point because, like you said, things are unknown with this virus. Yeah. So I think we should be way more uh, vigilant than we are now as far as taking these precautions. And one of them would be these people that are quarantined, get them away from people. Yeah, why, why didn't they stop in Guam? Why, why didn't they stop in Guam instead of bringing them all the way here to San Diego, the sixth, sixth largest city in the nation? There's only, what, 30,000 people in Guam? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, there is a California, little California news here. A Bay Area lawmaker has, has uh, proposed, introduced a bill Tuesday that would require all registered voters to return their, their ballots, either by mail or to a vote center, even if left blank. The measure is AB 2070, and it would leave it up to the Secretary of State uh, to decide how to enforce the law. They are going to, he wants to force you to vote, force you to vote, which it, this has never been challenged by the Supreme Court, but clearly this is third world Venezuela, um, you know, uh, Cuba kind of crap. What's next? Not just forcing us to vote, but but holding a gun to our head and telling us who we got to vote for? We're the United States of America. If I don't want to vote, there are times when people specifically don't vote to send a message. I just won't vote. How many times have I heard that? How many times have I argued with somebody who says they don't like Trump? Well, I'm just not going to vote. Well, then really you're voting. My argument is then you're really voting for the Democrat by not voting. The, to not vote is an expression by many people. But but this is mainly by an idea from the Democrats. They know they've got illegals registering to vote for the DMV. They know they've got poor people out there and young people that they want to vote that are dependent, that aren't voting. And this is a way for them to just get more votes. That's what this is about. And we need to be speaking up against it. If they do try to pass this, it will likely make it to the Supreme Court. It's another reason to vote for President Trump to make sure that we got conservatives on the court. Hey, we're going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Happy acquittal day. Love you all. Peace out.